Welcome to Find the Magic, the podcast that will help you honor yourself, your kids, and your partner. We'll give you tips and strategies to create peace and authenticity within your family. We inhale a ridiculous amount of books and life tools and distill the information for you. I'm Terilyn Griffin. I'm Caitlin Gabriel. And I'm Felicia Allen. Let's find the magic together. What's up, you guys? It's Roger Jessup here with the Utah House Doctors, and it is winter, which means my favorite time of year. Time to get inside and do those DIY projects. And you're in luck, because right now we have a giveaway going for one of my favorites. It's Stickwood. And if you haven't seen Stickwood, you need to enter this giveaway. It's a peel and stick pallet wall, and we're giving away a whole wall. They have all different sorts of materials and colors for whatever fits your style. So hop on over to our page. Again, it's Utah House Doctors, and I hope you win. Hi, everybody. We are here with Elise Beard from The Bravery Magazine, and we are so excited to have you guys hear her. She is inspiring, and her platform is inspiring. So, Elise, can you introduce yourself you introduce yourself to us and tell us how you got to where you are and what inspired you to do what you do. Sure. Hi. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, so I am one of the co-founders of a print publication for girls and boys called Bravery Magazine. Uh, it's a quarterly print publication and we feature strong female role models in each issue uh, along with fun DIYs and illustrated stories and lots of original content educational content so um, that's what we do and uh, I mean we basically just started my me and my business partner Ashley we just had some different experiences with our daughters about three years ago where we both realized that they could benefit and be excited about learning about other, like about real brave women who are doing brave things. So we kind of looked around the internet to see if we could find anything that um, would fit the bill with what we were looking for to introduce our kids to these people. And we couldn't find anything. So we just decided to make our own, <laughs> something that was beautiful and that we could do together with our kids. And that was also um, empowering to them. So we created a magazine. So cool. What is your background? Like what brought uh, you production in the magazine realm? Well, that is funny because uh, neither Ashley or I have any experience in publishing or anything like that. Um, I have a degree in elementary education and uh, <clears throat> Ashley has a, like, has a degree in advertising and has worked for some blogs. So she's, you know, she's a fantastic photographer and is, uh, had some experience with that kind of, um, you know, digital publication type of thing, but uh, nothing really. So we just, Google has been our background. <laughs> I think it's so cool because I feel like some of the greatest innovators and the coolest creations we have in our world today come from exactly what you just said. There's a need here. We want it for ourselves and our children. It doesn't exist. <laughs> So we are going to create it. I mean, isn't that just the most beautiful kind of creation, I think, where totally. you just have created this in this amazing world that we're in. So the magazine is beautiful. So for those of you who haven't heard of Bravery Magazine or seen it, if you go to their website, you can see past issues and 
it's not only educational, but it's beautiful to look at, which we all love. Is there a story behind your cover art? Uh, yeah, so uh, my business partner, Ashley, she is our creative director, and she's just really good with making things look good. She always has, even before we started working, uh, where you are, have been best friends for like 10 years, I think. And so even before we started the magazine together, uh, she just has a knack for making things look beautiful. So we, um, before we started Bravery, I mean, as we had the idea to start it, uh, we didn't, we weren't really in the art space, but we started looking at people on Instagram that we um, felt connected to their art. And so we, now that's just kind of what we do. We find somebody that we think could really do a really great portrait of the person that we're featuring. And we just reach out to them and say, Hey, do you want to do a portrait? And they somehow always say yes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ashley is totally, um, responsible for how beautiful the magazine we do all original art. Um, and we pay artists from all over the world to create it for us. And, um, we kind of give them the basics and they just always make it into something really beautiful. So, and then Ashley puts it all together and makes it what it is. So yeah, I'm really lucky to work with somebody like her, with her, the brain that she has, cause she's just so good at what she does. It's such a powerful combination to have beauty combined through this art combined with story. I mean, there's, I actually think my personal belief is there are a few things in the world more powerful than story. And then you have it combined with personal, like the experimenting and discovering science. And I think that is a really cool combination where you can take art, story, and personal actual like experience for the children that I think makes it really, really powerful. And I noticed one of the issues you have is Mary Annie, which is my son's actually favorite right now, their favorite uh, story. I actually read to them about Mary Annie all the time. She was... A little girl who discovered fossils some really cool fossils in England so I'm like getting so pumped just about these people that you have told about in your magazine but can you share with us to you can you share with us who are strong female role models to you like do you have one in particular that you can give us a summary of because I think story is so powerful and it could be somebody who you featured in your magazine or somebody else or your mom yeah or your mom. <laughs> it doesn't matter but who to you is a strong yeah. female role model? Um, well, when I was a kid, uh, I just read a lot. I read a lot of books. And um, and I, so I, I was always drawn to books that had like strong female main character, like main characters, uh, like Ella Enchanted and Meg from Wrinkle in Time. And um, Anne Frank was like a huge impact, like had a huge impact in my life. So as a kid, that's kind of, kind of where I was like where I leaned and grew a lot and learned a lot about what like what girls could do and then now as I um I mean to be honest before I started bravery I wasn't really into the scene where I felt like really like a feminist and really like was inspired by stories of women because I felt like I could never find them so it wasn't really ever something I looked for but then once we started and I started learning about all of these women all over the world doing amazing things. I just really have drawn inspiration from every single one of them as I've researched them. Um, but I will always have a soft spot in my heart for Jane Goodall. Uh, she was the first person that we featured, our first magazine that we put and uh, that we did our Kickstarter on and everything. And um, she just is really inspiring to me, along with her mom, 
who really uh, just helped Jane Goodall develop her interests even more. Uh, like for example, her mom, like Jane, when she was a kid would bring in all these earthworm, earthworms from outside and then put them under her pillow and her bed. <laughs> and I mean, can you imagine as moms that you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> and like, get those out of my house. But she didn't, she just like sat down with Jane and was like, Hey, you know, these earthworms will die if they don't have the dirt outside. So they should, they belong out there and not in here. And, you know, we should study them together so we can learn more about them. And so instead of getting mad, she encouraged her. And Jane herself has said multiple times that if her mom would have gotten mad at her, it would have shut down that interest in her. And she maybe wouldn't have become this incredible person that she has become um, impacting the world the way that she does. So Jane Goodall and her mom um, have really been an inspiration to me to just like, I don't know, support my kids' interests and be curious instead of like jumping to conclusions or anger or something like that or impatience that, you know, to really take advantage of these teaching moments and really support them because who knows what our kids can become, you know? Totally. And kids are learning through every experience. And I think a lot of people, with a lot of people homeschooling this year that maybe wouldn't in the past, I think your magazine could be a great resource to help them um, see that curiosity in their kids. Something I've noticed with when I'm homeschooling my kids is that I think as adults, we have these strong ideas of what learning is, but they're learning all the time. They're constantly learning and we can kind of vibe off that and encourage them to be brave in pursuing something that they are interested in, which is really what they're going to learn the best mm -hmm. if they're curious and they really want to know. So something we often talk about is the balance between embracing our feminine and stepping into our strength and our power. Um, in researching these female figures, have you had any aha, mo aha moments or things that have sparked on that topic with these role models? Yeah, so uh, what I think is interesting, as I was thinking about this question yesterday, I was realizing that the women that we feature, they really are basically, they've been a, the, one of the great, the, one of the groundbreaking things that they actually do is bucking the system in terms of, <clears throat> in terms of what society considers your, like, what is feminine. And so, uh, so many, all of these women actually in some way or the other, we're proving that women can do anything, that there's no one way to embrace your feminine. Feminine can be anything. Like women can do anything. Women can be anything. Um, even though a lot of people back, I mean, in throughout history and even now think that women should only be one thing. Um, and I think that that, what's the thing the biggest thing that I've gleaned from the women that I've been researching is that they are showing the girls that are coming after them the women that are coming after them that there is no one way to embrace your feminine side that um being feminine can be climbing trees and exploring the rainforest being feminine can be going into space being feminine can be looking for fossils in a dress because you don't have anything else to wear. Mm -hmm. And then the 1800s, you know, it can be anything. And I think that that's 
what the world really needs right now is that there's not just one thing for girls to be. They don't have to be nurses and only nurses and um, only mothers and only secretaries that they are just as capable and should be doing every, every other thing that men have traditionally done. And that is what women, and that's like, that's your feminine side. That is what women can do. They can do anything. So there, there shouldn't be any, I don't know, any difference. And that's I, I, so many of the women that we feature have mentioned in some type of interviews and uh, in somewhere, almost all of them have, have mentioned how, you know, they say that people laud us for being the first woman to blah, 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 the first female to do this and this, or the first female, whatever that, you know, really all they really want to do is just do, you know, explore their careers. Yeah. Just, they just want to do their thing, Mm -hmm. but they also know the responsibility that they carry to be that groundbreaking trailblazer for women that come after them. Because so many of these women have open doors for women that came after them to pursue their careers. So like, for example, Mary Anning that you mentioned, you know, she, she was one of the most knowledgeable paleontologists of her time, but was never allowed to go to any paleontology meetings in her country because women weren't allowed, even though she knew more than half the men there. Um, But because of her discoveries and because of what she did, other women who, who pursued paleontology after her could then go to those meetings, could then, um, they opened it up to women maybe like 100 or 50 years later, I can't remember, but like a long time later. But eventually they are opening doors and blazing trails for other women to follow in their footsteps and changing the world in the process, which I just think is really, I don't know, incredible. And so I guess to circle back around to your question that I don't know if I answered it really, but I just think that there isn't one way to really step into your power and that there has to be a differentiation. Like it, they, it can be both that being like embracing your feminine is stepping into your power because there are no limits to what it actually is. Mm-hmm. As you were talking, first of all, that gave me the chills to think about how Mariani paved the way for people ahead of her. And as with all trailblazers of any gender, you, you literally are making a way for the people who come after you. But the word that kept coming to my mind as you were talking was authentic when we step into our own power it's because it's our authentic self and that doesn't look the same for everybody right for some people that is mother as primary as your primary role for some people that is nurse teacher you know it isn't that those roles are wrong it's that it's that whatever is authentic to you and that can be also astronaut scientist mathematician that I just love it because I I think that we like tap into our own power when we truly embrace what is authentic to us. And that's where true feminine power is. So I just loved as you were giving all those examples, it's like this whole realm of yes, the world is limitless when we truly Mm -hmm. actually tap into that authentic part of us. And another thing I can like, sometimes, sometimes when we talk about, uh, topics. I can like hear what people like questions that people would be asking. And uh, anytime we talk about girls or the whole feminine movement, uh, then the idea of boys come up. And I just want to like make a note here and I want to get your opinion on this. But I think sometimes uh, 
especially like there's, you know, boys who are struggling right now with knowing then what, what does it mean to be a man and all that kind of thing. And my, my answer to why I have a magazine just about girls and women, strong female role models is that for me, I all, my girls learn stories about strong male role models all the time. And it isn't that I want to take away those male role models. I want them to keep them. I simply want to add that there isn't the same amount of feminine role models that they're also getting exposed to, not just my daughters, but my sons. I want my sons to be just as inspired by Abraham Lincoln as they are by Mary Anning, right? Like my, again, my boy's favorite person right now is Mary Anning. They're like obsessed with her. So and how she discovered things. So I want for both my sons and my daughters for them just to have such inspiring examples of both genders. So can you speak to that just a little bit? Cause I'm sure you probably get, have you ever had that question of why just girls, you know, what, what, what do you have to add to that kind of conversation? Yeah, absolutely. We get that question all the time. Um, but when we first started this, I mean, Ashley and I both have sons as well. Uh, and we created this for boys and girls. Um, so it's not like a super, we're going to, I'm going to say quote unquote, fem, like girly magazine. It is a strong magazine for boys and girls because exactly to your point, you know, in history, we have learned about men, inspiring men all our entire lives and hardly any women. And so this idea that men and the stories of men should be interesting to girls and boys, but the stories of women should only be interesting to girls is just a false idea that society puts out there. Um, and I just don't believe it. I just don't, I have seen firsthand that um, regardless of gender, kids can be interested in somebody's work and life and, and what they're doing um, when presented in the right way and in an interesting way. And so uh, absolutely, boys can benefit from learning about the stories of women, just as girls benefit from learning about the stories of men. Um, and I think that's kind of why we started it is that, you know, there are so many women doing amazing things that we just don't hear about because men have been writing the stories the whole time in the history books. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is power about learning about in what, you know, um, for boys to learn about women. And it's not, um, we get the question a lot that it's, it's not really fair that they would want, that people would want, um, you know, their boys learning about upstanding men as well. And I totally get that because there is a lack of that in our world right now for boys. Um, but I will say that, um, you know, I just think that there is a lot of benefit for boys seeing women in roles that are, um, different than typical uh, that what society has said is typical and uh that they can learn to respect women make room for women you know as we regardless of what people think we are in a like a time in, in history where there are me too movements and women are trying to push forward um this envelope of of what they can do and what is acceptable for women to do um in the workplace at home um and fighting for recognition in all those places um and that for boys to recognize that from a young age, I think is really important for when they grow up and they are men in this world, that they can also be, um, have all of these different qualities that they learn from stories of women and the stories of men. I just think that there's a lot of power in that. So, mm -hmm. And so much power for boys in embracing and building up 
both other boys and women and not, I think sometimes the, um, the feminine movement, I think people have a bad association with it because it seems, can seem so angry and like a fight. But if we can, if we can raise men who are helping us be equal and be different, but equal, I would say, but to that they're also helping build up the women in their lives and the girls around them. There's no, it shouldn't ever be a competition. It's totally, it's we're, we're going on our own authentic path and we're building each other up. I think if you can raise kids to see worth in all people, that's, what's really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's important to show these, these relationships of, of people working together to, um, to create something amazing. And, and I, and I, and that's something that we've tried to do in the magazine specifically is we have a spread called the support squad where it shows um, a lot of times men in these women's lives that we're featuring that have helped them in some way that have been um, really a support to them in some way throughout their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll bring out, up Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her husband, Marty. I mean, he what an incredible example for kids to look for what girls should expect from boys and for what, from what boys um, should be doing for girls to be an ally, to be a support um, that, I mean, Marty Ginsburg was an incredible support to Justice Ginsburg. He often took the back seat when her career was taking off. He, you know, at, at a time when it wasn't typical for men to like cook and be, you know, stay home with the kids or help with the childcare, he did um, because he viewed them as equals um as partners in their careers in partners in their life partners in their family and that is not like you said it's not a competition it's not hey move aside boys so that the girls can take over it's um you know make room for us there at the top and that there's room for both of us to work together and it doesn't have to be a competition it there um there just needs to be some like collaboration here and um equal opportunity in that way. And I think that this just, it kind of lays the groundwork for um, that idea that just because we talk about women, it doesn't take anything away from men. It just, there's room for both. There's room for both stories. There's room for both people um, to be working together and to be leaders um, in their different ways, whether if that's at home or if that's in the workforce, that there, there can be equal opportunity for both people and partnerships in, in all different ways. That's so beautiful. I feel like anytime we can dismantle the idea that power, there's only a limited amount. And if one group of any kind gains power, it must be at the detriment of another group. Mm -hmm. I think that is a way that just limits our prospect of growth as humanity. And when we can just learn, to me, it all just comes back to, yeah, when we're stepping into our own authentic power, we actually are never taking from somebody else. Mm -hmm. It is just more room. I love it. I think that's a, I love how you said that. It's just simply making more room. It's not taking away somebody else's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just exactly. adding, it's like when you have a baby, mm-hmm. you don't, it doesn't take it away from the other. It's mm-hmm. simply adding mm-hmm. to, and I think it's beautiful when you add, anytime we can add other people's gifts and authenticity and their light to any situation, it only makes the world a better place. Totally. So Elise, how have you been inspired by the women you research in helping you cultivate bravery in your own kids? So, um, I mean, I just, I just have, whenever I research somebody, I, so I, I do what most of the, I do all of the content in the magazine. I manage the writers and manage 
the content development in the in the issues. So I am largely the person that does the research at the beginning um, to learn a lot about this person to see, you know, which directions we could go with the issue. And so um, that comes with us a special connection with each woman that I kind of learn a little bit about who she is, her life, reading interviews, reading biographies about her and autobiographies. Um, <clears throat> and I, I just, I've learned a lot from each person and for my, I mean, for myself a lot, but, um, and I've been able to carry those things I've learned into my, like parenting with my kids. Uh, but my kids specifically, um, I just think I've seen firsthand with my kids, I have four, uh, how whenever a new magazine comes out and we get out a little bit earlier than everybody else and I tell them like, okay, this is, this is who we're learning about this time and they are so excited and my son especially um, has been so excited to learn because, um, because they look at the issue and they learn about this person, but she's not always the focus I mean, she's definitely the focus, but she's not like always what the entire magazine is about. She is kind of like the train that carries the story here, you know? So there's lots of information about like lots of different subjects that they, and so without being too in your face, kids can start reading about, let's say something, we're doing a shark issue soon. Um, and, you know, my son is like, over the moon excited for this shark issue because without really realizing it, he can learn about sharks and then be able to see, you know, and make this like subliminal connection that like, oh, this person worked with sharks and I could work with sharks and look how interesting this is about sharks. It just, what I think I found the most interesting is that is the way that they can be introduced to new topics. And we've talked about this, I guess, through this whole thing, but that they, without it being too in your face and too full of pressure, it can just kind of introduce like a new type of knowledge to them and they can take it or leave it. Uh, and throughout the issues, there are lots of different points of learning, like entry points of learning. So if somebody's interested in math, there could be a math activity that gets them interested in this aspect of learning if there's like science there's something that they can be interested in that and they kind of can enter into this with different entry points of education so uh, or of interest and so I just I think that that's what I think is really interesting I, I don't know if I'm really making sense but um that I just I think that there's a lot that they glean from just learning and being introduced to lots of different subjects and realizing that the world is so much bigger and so full of opportunity. And I just, I, it's given my kids confidence to try new things. It's given my kids um, confidence to make mistakes because they've seen firsthand, firsthand, you know, through a magazine that like, you know, you can make mistakes and it really adds to your experience. It helps you learn. It's, it's what these women are saying that have helped them become who they are. And I just, I, I just think seeing a role model um, go through life and be vulnerable about what they, how they've gotten there has been just really eye-opening for my own kids personally. Um, and we've heard stories from women and families all over the world telling us the same thing. Um, for example, I'm going to share one that really uh, was really exciting for us to get. When we put our Jane Goodall issue out three years ago, there was a, a mom who messaged us and they had read about Jane Goodall being brave and and just trying something new and her son wanted to climb a rock wall and was like, well, it was really scared and told his mom, Jane Goodall did it. And so I can do it too. And so then he, 
climbed up the wall and uh and did that you know and he did it because he specifically because he learned about Jane Goodall um and my daughter also um she loved Frida Kahlo who was an artist and before she would be just kind of like I don't know just not very confident in calling herself an artist I mean she's in you know, she was young, like second grade, but, Mm -hmm. uh, she, because she saw Frida start and teach herself and practice and that because she practiced, she got better and she got better and she got better and became a famous artist. But she first started by sketching her own foot in her bed. And that is how she became an artist that she made mistakes and she practiced and practiced and practiced and became better. And she was an artist. So my daughter now has that idea in her head. I can practice, I can get better it promotes a growth mindset for them. And I just, in a lot of different areas, it's really beneficial to them. Totally. And anytime I introduce my kids to something new, and I think your Bravery Magazine, every single issue has an example of something that our kids have probably didn't even know existed. You know, like... um, an architect. I, my kids are six and under. I don't even think they know what that is. Or, um, I mean, I think they've dabbled with hearing about astronauts, but I think little kids, all of these topics that you can be an Olympic swimmer, like these are all so new. And I think it just opens up the world so, so wide to see these examples of people who are really, who are innovative in each of their fields. And helps kids see, oh my gosh, I can do, I can study sharks for my job. Oh my word. Like just the, the world is really opened to them. Yeah. And it makes it, it just makes it accessible to them. Where before, if you think of an astronaut, you're like, whoa, I'll never be an astronaut. Right. But really it details their lives in a way that you're, they, they, well, they took math. They, then they went and they did this and then they did this. And it kind of lays out this roadmap of how they could potentially get to that you know, to that, um, career if they wanted to, uh, and, or that, you know, and again, it, I I don't know, it's just, it's cool because it makes it accessible to them where, like you said, they may not have ever thought of it, but now they know an architect does this and this, and I can do that by, you know, building with Legos or working with blocks or that it just, it makes it accessible and relatable to them in their lives where they are now that it can just build, you know, their knowledge can just build on this base. And I think that's really powerful. Yes. Isn't it? It just makes me so excited listening to you talk because I, stories do just change the world. And I feel like my whole self is, I mean, I've been influenced over and over and over by stories as a kid learning about stories and role models. And now, I mean, I'll read a book about somebody and it literally changes my perception of the world forever, just somebody else's life. So I love the work you're doing because I think that's, I think what you're doing is what changes the world. Sharing people's inspiring stories. We can't help it, but be changed as we hear them. And it does, it gives us courage and bravery to know what's possible and to know what failure is, Mm -hmm. that it's not something to be afraid of. It's Mm -hmm. so beautiful. So I'm, I'm just like getting all geeked out of here about (laughs) (laughs) amazing stories. I love it. So Elise, we ask all of our guests to share a habit that has been a game changer and helped them find magic in their life. Do you have one to share with our listeners? Yeah. So this is very recent. Um, I feel like since we started 
the company, it's kind of been like I've been running and not been able to catch up, but I've been taking a class on productivity uh, and through that have really worked on, I got, I bought a planner. Um, I bought like one that I write down. Everything is so online for me, digital and, um, you know, like taskless mm-hmm. on my email and stuff. But I found that it's been really helpful to write things down with my hand on a piece of paper. And so I bought um, like a customizable planner customizable planner and uh I just on Sunday nights I sit down and I plan my week uh and write down everything that I'll need to do and every night I kind of look through and see what I need to do for the next day write my task list uh, my priorities for the next day uh and it just I'm just kind of like in the middle of trying it out but I've been amazed at how seamlessly my days will flow if I've put the time in a little bit more at the beginning to kind of plan out my day uh and to write it down so that I just have something to reference when I'm just have all of the things in my head and don't know how to organize them all. So that's been seriously, maybe like, I want to say maybe a month and a half that I've been doing this, but it has been a game changer for me. So I have to ask what productivity class are you taking? Uh, yeah, so it's called, uh, her name is Chelsea Westman. It's called Path to Productivity and it's a 12 week course where you meet once a week and she kind of just gives you uh, she fo- has different focuses each week and gives you steps to be able to really just like, kind of like you guys say, step into your power and really get every drop of time that you can when you're trying to like really accomplish something, how to organize your day, how to um, build habits and be as productive as you can and efficient as you can. Um, because as moms, as Um, business owners as wives and all of the different roles we hold as women um, it can be hard to balance it all so I'm taking that right now and it's been really awesome so sounds wonderful and planning yeah game changing (laughs) planners are game changer in your life for sure that's something we've been talking about a lot is habits and um you're right I think if if you look at it all before it smacks you in the face the day you need to do it and you can offload some to um, your husband or your partner or your kids, it really takes a lot of weight off of us. Cause I think as mothers, we do carry a lot of the to do's on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. Well, if our listeners want, well, I'm sure our listeners will want more from you here. Can you tell us how, first of all, to connect with your magazine and how to subscribe to it and then how to connect with you and get more information? Sure. Um, so we have a website. It's www.braverymag.com. Uh, there you can purchase back, issue, back issues um, and you can subscribe uh, for $18. And uh, you can also follow us on Instagram uh, where we do lots of fun stuff. Uh, it's bravery underscore mag. Uh, and we send lots of fun emails and are just kind of highlighting amazing women and uh connecting with our awesome community there. So that's how you can connect with us. Um, If you have any questions, we have an email. It's just hello at braverymag.com and you're welcome to shoot any questions or anything that you have for us there. Um, I'm happy to connect. We're just, um, thanks for having me. It's been so fun to to chat about all of this and yeah. Yes, you were wonderful, Elise. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Let's find the magic. 
Hey everyone, this is Tara Lynn, and I would just like to give a personal thank you to everybody who has left us a review. They are so kind. I seriously get like teared up when I read them. Um, one of my most current favorites is from a mom. She says that our podcast came out about when her first baby was born and she listened to our episodes on every walk that she'd go on. And she felt like she had like her best friends walking with her. So I just want to let you guys know that um, we've had a lot of people say that we feel like they feel like we are their friends. And I want you guys to know that we think about you guys all the time as our listeners. And we, I totally feel like you're our friends as well. So I just want to thank you for leaving us a review and let you know it is so helpful for us and our podcast success when you do leave us a kind review. So thank you. Um, if you are willing to leave us one, you just go to search Find the Magic on Apple Podcasts and then you scroll to the bottom of the page and leave a review and then you make sure you push send after you leave the review and give us a rating. Thank you so, so much and hope you have a beautiful day. <coughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> Brown cows. <laughs>